Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! So we have uh, we have cameras now at the Nine Foot Home in Oak Bar. Yeah, We're going to get this like out of the way Jeffrey right now. Right. basement all of a sudden. I turned my beard today. <laughs> we'll take you know? some pictures, man. It is like that. Hardy, hardy. It is like that. Like, now people can see what Jeffrey we're doing. Right. basement? Yeah. 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 Man, you got darker. You there. <laughs> well, just that one first, time. You know, first, for you appetizers. film them before you, you skin them. That's basically right. what Then you eat them. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one of those reels. Them, it's, it's like one of those reels where the person like gets the big giant pot, and says, "Watch me make the best crock pot recipe ever." Right. But it's with people. <laughs> oh, <right>? Okay, yeah. <laughs> and the secret ingredient is people. <laughs> so anyway, no. Um, so, so first of all, there was this massive study that came out from Cumulus Media that if you Sounds don't like know enough about radio, they own sure. television stations, they own radio stations, they own the billboards when you're driving down the highway, and they did this study on podcasts. And what they basically found was that the Big three right now for podcast discovery is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And it's because of the video aspect, because Spotify and Apple Podcasts will actually let you use video. And people love discovering things through video, and they discover them through the TikToks and the Reels and the things like that. How many of these podcasts have, like, really hot girls on them? No one wants to see us. Uh, you know, but then they also have those guys, like, they got Tom Segura's got one. Yeah. And he's, he's not hot. No, yeah. You know? Is that and the I, guy without a shirt, though? No, that's the, that's a different guy. <laughs> that's a different <laughs> that's guy. That's another, another, another fat that's guy. That's the guy without a shirt. There's all kinds podcast. of fat comics out yeah. there. Like, yeah. That's not what his, like, his whole bit is, oh, I I'm like everyone else without a shirt. <laughs> right. Yep. And, yeah. and it works. <laughs> and it works. The machine. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> figured it out. So the idea is, is that we did a little bit of research and realized that people were responding to videos that we did. And the belief is, is that if we start adding stuff from down at the bar, that we would get a bigger response. And I figured, what the heck? Sounds like fun. So you tape so, it all and you just hope to get some good content? Yeah, but I'm really worried that they won't work. Because we, we sit down here for four or five hours and rattle off material. And they, there's already a warning that these cameras overheat at some yep. point. Oh. So they'll just turn themselves off. And so, I think we have a firefighter. I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Southside Pod and every episode of Southside Pod brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions, Boeing Walls, Window Wells, Foundation Crack Repairs, Sump Pumps, Gutter Cleaning, anything that has to do with keeping water out of your basement. And you heard in the ad at the beginning of the show, Express Service. It's on their website. You know what you want. You see the cost right on the website. It's right there for you. No nonsense. Order and schedule online immediately. Get quick service. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. I am enjoying the idea of shopping for Christmas and not having a wife to shop for. I will tell you. It takes a lot of pressure off. Oh, my goodness. Like, first of all, all the emails and all the catalogs showed up for all the places that I shop. 
for her and get the discounts and stuff every year. Like Land's Throw End has sent me so many coupons. Oh, right. I don't have anybody to buy anything for Land's End. We don't need your 70% off coupon, Land's End. She don't live here anymore. <laughs> get yourself a Pandora charm. Take your Pandora <laughs> charm and shove it up your ass. Like, 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 like I walked through the mall the other day to get some stuff for the kids and I saw the line in Orland of all these men who have to get their yearly Pandora charm I so their wife can put it on their Pandora, Pandora They keep and I sending laughed. you the catalogs, though. I laughed. I walked right by. I was like, look at these suckers with wives. Well, I understand the catalogs were earlier for you, though. <laughs> the Victoria's Secret right, catalog. probably loses money, me. actually. For- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, like, but it, it, it's, it, it's amazing because, first of all, like it's a lot less money I have to spend. Okay, And secondly, it's the one that you always, I always felt like the most pressure. Like she needed to have like Christmas pajamas every year, okay. But For like that one day a year. But like, and I never like to buy her clothes. I'll be honest. I never. I don't know what you guys are like it's, with your wives. You, you, I don't want to buy her clothes. Spot, she man. was never gonna like it. And what right. if I get the wrong size? Yeah, right? there's nothing worse than that. I mean, now, the, the most I'll get is like some cute mom shirt. You yeah, know, like camping mom. Ha ha. The amount. Of, I remember <laughs> yeah, one. T- I remember it. one time I bought the proper size of pajamas. Like I knew what size she was. But the style it's of pajamas, the, wanted the to be, style right? of the pajamas, you had to buy them bigger to fit her. Yeah. So then the whole night on Christmas Eve, when I give her her pajamas to wear that night, it was just like she was just distraught. Well, I was like, well, Christmas is over because the damn flannel pajamas I bought were the wrong type of flannel pajamas that I bought. Like, I'm so happy I never have to deal with I'm that I'm convinced again. that like women's clothing companies are just, they exist and they mess with us just to like, to mess with the men. Oh, I believe that. How many times do you say, well, I'm a size six in this brand but a 10 over here and like no like what are we okay right. you're you're at 36 30 and 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 what brand it's a real number all of them right. <laughs> every like, single one like i made that comment i made that comment i made that comment about land's end it was always like slippers a scarf like stuff that like it didn't matter like how it yes, fit yes because i didn't want i didn't want to deal with clothes if i bought something that i thought was cute she wasn't going to like it. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm sitting there going, well, maybe you should wear it. You get more action. But instead, you don't want to wear the thing I just bought you. Okay. <laughs> well, you'll buy like a, I bought like a large shirt and you get it and the thing looks like uh, maybe it's from China and they have like, you know, different yeah, it's, sizing. It's a small. You get it and you're like, small. oh no, like I can't give this to her now. Like, <laughs> like is, I've, I've thrown things away. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I know I just I'm not doing well, this then the, wor- the other you know, thing wait. was the fact that like. <laughs> Clean my car with this. Yeah. I'm constantly trying to figure out, do I have enough items? Because the worst thing on Christmas morning with your wife is if somehow there are more boxes for you. Oh, save like four or five. Than there are for her. I know, you don't put all of them out. Like, I would sit there. <laughs> you wait and see what. Right. What the, I would sit there with the kids and like, he'd be oh, like, all right, we're all taking a turn. There. We're yeah, all taking a yeah. turn. And if I thought my pile was somehow bigger than hers, yeah. I would start lying that I just opened one. Like, I would try to yeah. skip myself as much sure, as I right. possibly could when she wasn't paying attention. But yeah, that was always the other fear. But I don't have that problem anymore. I don't, no. I just have perfectly happy kids that are going to get some presents from their father. <laughs> and, and you're then, not getting anything. Yeah, I don't year. really. Well, the kids nope. will get me. So I got teenagers. I know they went out and got me stuff. The little guy made me something. My parents Aww. will still, my parents are still alive. They'll buy me something. My sister, my sister is going overboard trying to take care of her nice. brother right now because he's going through a divorce. So I bet y'all get lots of presents from her. Yeah. So yeah. Did you get us anything? I got these new cameras so that you could be on the... Uh, oh, oh, nice. <laughs> it's just what we asked for, Bill. <laughs> you don't get to take them home, though. You don't get to take them home. <laughs> We're going to dance later. I bought you a cameras. bottle of vodka for Christmas. Are you with kidding a, me? With a shirt on with a, it. With a doggy shirt Show on it. Show the Tito it's, shirt it's, to it's, our fans. I, you know, here's a funny thing. It, it, 
it referred is that elf to on it, a shelf shirt? No, it referred to it as a dog shirt, like you would put it on it. But I was what? like, what, what kind of chihuahua <laughs> do you no, have? This, put is that, even, this is too small for a chihuahua. That will not right. fit I don't any know dog. Who you put that on. That wouldn't fit a cat. Fetal. A hamster? I don't know what you put that on, but yeah. But I'm a, it was a. Vodka. <laughs> <it was, laughs> Way too big. <laughs> Merry Christmas, sweetheart. I got this sweater for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it wearing a sweater? It's the holiday season. I just love this. You know how long it took for me to get this thing on? And it pushed a whole bottle of vodka to get this sweater. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Southside Pod is out at Blue Island Beer Company, and uh, I came here because there's a book signing event. For a brand new book called The Loop Files, uh, Rick Kemper is sitting here with me. You're a veteran of The Loop, aren't you? I am, yes. I worked there for seven years in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Stephen Gary producer, right? I was Stephen Gary's producer, right. So when you see now, and we're going to get into this book, but when you see now, like the thing with podcasting, yeah. like what we're running around doing, the fact that we're going to sit down here and have a beer at Blue Island and, t- right. and, and, and talk about your book. Are you just like in shock at how quickly this kind of evolved, this, this whole medium? Because I, I know you've used them before. When I started in radio, I used the reel-to-reel machine yes. to, make, to do phone calls. Yes. You know, I had, to like mar- I had to get those two giant reels and get them perfect, <laughs> you know, before they even came out with the digital thing. So for it to get to this point, it's crazy. Razor blades, uh, grease, yeah. grease pencils. <laughs> <laughs> you had to you had to edit foot. You had to edit audio, right? By by cutting the the the, the tape, yeah. and then taping it together, and you yes. would cut on an angle on like a little board so that the cuts matched <laughs> up with each right. other. That's it was right. it was like building a bar, but you were building it with like 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 film. It was right. crazy. Don't yeah. try this at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> now you just plug and play into a podcast, right? Exactly. Yeah, and 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 you can also I think uh, these days uh, get something published maybe a little bit easier what, what was That's this process true. like for somebody like you comes up with an idea that you want to cover what is one of those golden era of radio things which is yeah. the loop and its heyday with the people that came through there but i mean to go from idea to book what was that process like so you know uh, luckily i own the publishing company well, that, that, that's, uh, a, that's a plus that always helps um, but also i you know having worked there for all those years i i knew all these people that worked there and I did it as an oral history because it's kind of too big of a story for one person to tell. And I didn't want to make editorial decisions based on this person was more important than that person or this person was nice and that person was not. I wanted to have them tell their stories and, that, and put it into a chronological order. And it took me you know, several years to do that. And when I finally got it put together, I saw that there was a story arc. There's the... You know, the, the loop starts, everyone's, we're all good friends, everything's happening. When's that? We're, what year are we talking there? So, everybody's a good, when is everybody good friends? So for me, it was the late 80s. Okay. Uh, but in the book, it started in the late 70s. Yeah. In the late 70s, they, they were really. They had to be getting along during the time of disco demolition, exactly. I would think. I mean, for they had to get pulled off yeah. and everybody to still say, oh, well, look at this wonderful <laughs> thing. Like if they were not getting along, it would have been cutthroat after That's that disaster. True. Yeah. There were really two heydays yeah. of the loop. There was the late 70s and there was the late 80s, early 90s. I was in that second heyday. Yeah. The first heyday, I was a fan. I was a high school kid. I would listen to Sky Daniels and Stephen Gary and uh, you know Mitch Michaels and these people. 
and I idolized them. I wanted to be them. It's one of the reasons I went into radio in the first place. And then to eventually become Stephen Gary's producer, that was pretty exciting for me. Stephen Gary, I want to say, had the thing where they played at 7.30, the 7.30 song all the time. Yeah. It's 7.30, it's half past the hour of 7. <laughs> Every time I see 7.30 on my clock, it runs through my okay, head. Okay, that's That's funny. how much I remember Stephen Gary when you were producing them. Yeah. So, so you have the heyday, you have people getting along. Right. And then well, egos? Yeah. Is well, that what it is? I think it was the inmates were running the asylum. Basically, like WCW uh, wrestling. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. The bosses let them do whatever they wanted to do, which made it a great place to work. But at some point, there was no one to rein them back in once they went over the edge. And most of the shows did that at some point or another. When I was Stephen Gary's producer, we were cited by the FCC a couple of times, you know, violations. Um, you know, every show had an incident or two that happened. But by the same token, they all had bands. You know, they would, like Jonathan Brammeyer played at Poplar Creek, sold it out. We were, that's how big we were. Every show had their own band. Stephen Gary had Teenage Radiation. Kevin Matthews had Ed Zeppelin. Bob Stroud had a band called Rockestra. Buzz Kilman had a band. You know, we were, we were everywhere. And also on the radio. Who was the hardest person to get to sit down and talk? It was Johnny B. Johnny B. Yes. But here's the thing. He's the weirdest Kevin Matthews, because I've interviewed him before, and he can he can wander a little bit. Kevin Interesting is. stories, but Kevin can wander a little bit. Kevin is an odd duck. <laughs> Kevin is an odd duck. Now, I love Kevin. You know, I, I when I was producing Stephen Geary, he was there every day, you know, before. And I'll tell you a quick Kevin story. Oh, yeah. Give me a Kevin story. Kevin found out that I spoke German. I grew up in Germany. I spoke fluent German. And so he found out that and said that I cannot appear on his show anymore unless I did it in German. And I said to him, Kevin, you don't understand German. He said, yes, I don't. But Jimmy Short speaks it fluently. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he really believed that. <laughs> He's still, he's still now. Like I, I think I talked to him a year ago. Yeah. And he's still now with the Jim Shorts thing. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like you. Oh yeah. You really have like this like belief like in this like it is really kind of funny when he does he, that. He tried to hire me a couple times to produce his show after the loop years, and I always said to him, Kevin, I I can't produce your show because in order to produce a show you have to get into the head of the host, and I said I could never in a million years. Get inside that head. No, you never get out. No, no. And Johnny B yeah. was difficult. Was it? Was well, it? He, he just was, wasn't ready to talk about it. Or? He was just hard to track down because okay. he was having medical issues, and I had to get, I had to go through various different layers to get to him. But once I got him, he was fantastic. He was, he gave me a lot of time. He was very generous. He gave me a lot of pictures that are in the book, and and it was. It was great talking to Johnny. I feel like Dahl wants to tell stories. So Dahl would not cooperate with us. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Now, I've interviewed him many times over the years, so there's lots of stories in You here. have stuff yeah. already because you right. know. Right. And Gary was great. I talked to him for a long time, but Steve didn't respond to my my entreaties. The heck? What's <laughs> going on, Steve? Yeah. Get, get, I don't know. Well, I mean, and he's right there on the cover, too. Yeah. So he just, you know what the problem is, is that he knows how he knows how popular he is. He knows he doesn't even need to talk to you. He's well, going to still end and, up in the book. And he's not going to make the money on this. So, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and yeah, he knows that I know stories too, but they're not in there, Steve. They're, those stories are not in this book. Can you give me something in this book? I don't want you to give me the stuff that you just didn't want to tell people. You can tell me that when the camera's off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But can you give me something in this book, kind of tease for people what they're going to read about in the loop files if they get an opportunity to pick it up? All right. I'll tell you a couple quick, quick right. stories that I didn't, I'd never heard before. One goes back to uh, Chicago Fest in 1980. Okay. The Loop had a booth on the on Navy Pier, and this was when Navy Pier pre-gentrification. Yeah. It was just like a dump. Just a pier. I mean, it, it was, was just a dumpy pier. Yeah. yeah. But they did the Chicago Fest every year, and thousands and thousands of people came. Well, the Loop had these shirts, these Loop t-shirts that were everywhere, and everybody wanted these shirts. Well, one of the guys from WMET, which was a competitor, came down and got the shirt. And he held it up in the air at the WMET booth and pulled a knife out of his, out of his boot and sliced through the shirt. But as he continued on, he sliced, put it right into his abdomen. He stabbed himself yeah. while he was yeah. ripping yeah. the shirt. <laughs> There's a reason why I've never heard of that radio station. It was run by idiots. <laughs> yeah, he needed a colostomy bag. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those are the kind, yeah, Here's another quick one. You Sky, know, Sky here's what's yeah. funny about yeah. this. You know, I mean, you have Chicago radio experience, yes. right? So, I mean, like me saying, oh, I've, I've been on radio before in a couple of places around the country, doesn't compare to where you've been, right? But but well, I think we've, we've all the met the same station. We've all met the same people. We have, yes. And and we, and I am not surprised in any way that there was a guy <laughs> that worked for a radio station who accidentally stabbed himself cutting yeah. a shirt. Because there's a yeah. lot of guys like that in there's radio. There's a certain type. There's a certain type that yes. does this. Yeah. Yes, and, that, and that's us, right? <laughs> Yes. So the other story was Sky Daniels, who was a big star in the late 70s. He, uh, his first day on the air, came in from Detroit, uh, started doing his show. And, you know, like the third or fourth record, some guy came storming into the booth with a gun and said, you know, you, you uh, broke me up with my girlfriend. I'm going to kill you. So how long had you been at the station at this point? For a while? This is like... No, the first night there. So this, like, is, this is a... Is, is this... He's mistaking him for another yes. DJ? Yes. Oh, that's great. He was mistaking him for Mitch Michaels, who was on right before him. <laughs> and then Sky says, oh, hang on a second. You're talking about Mitch. Let me go. I'm going to... You sit here and watch my record, which was Robin Trower, Bridge of Size. You watch this record. <laughs> And I'm going to run over and get Mitch fired. That's right now. I'm going to walk across the hall, and I'm going to get Mitch fired. And the guy's like, all right, with the gun, watches the record. Sky Daniels runs downstairs. We were in the Hancock building at the time. Right. Gets a security guy, and he goes, there's a guy upstairs with a gun. Now, Sky Daniels had hair down to his, you know, the, the security guard at the bottom of the Hancock pulls a gun on Sky. So he has it's two. Second, it's his first night. He's had two guns pulled out. Yes. Yes. He called the boss and he said, get me the hell out of Chicago. Everybody in Chicago has a gun. Yeah. But he ended up being a big star, a great guy. and, and But he's got a, a ton of stories like that. That's awesome. That's really cool. I mean, look, you got a lot of them. Yeah. I can see here as I flip through the book. It's, it, is a, it is a detailed book. Um, and uh, where, where do people get this at? Anywhere? So it is on Amazon right now, uh, but you can also get it at EckhartsPress.com. That's E-C-K-H-A-R-T-Z. 
Yes, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll go to yeah, Eckhart yeah. Press. Then. That's the place to get right. it. Go get yeah. it direct from there. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure you get a little bit more out of the book when you sell it directly. We do. Yes. Right. So we, I want you to get every penny you possibly can. I appreciate it. You deserve that. it after years and years of Thank working you. in radio. Thank People you. think that because you work in it, that like you're rich. Yeah, but you're not. No, you know. No, you no, know. you're not rich at all. That's why you're still. That's why you're still podcasting in your forties because right. you didn't get rich doing radio, <laughs> or in your sixties. <laughs> uh, Rick, thanks so much for sitting down with me. Congrats on the book, my Cheers. friend. Cheers, thank you. I really appreciate it. I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. This whole book is about the glory days of the loop. The radio station. Oh, I can't. Oh, okay. I can't wait to read this book. I have it. I'll give it to you. Oh, hell yeah! You I gave it to me this. for free. Because here's the thing. This is why I wanted to bring this up. What what years are we talking? This glory is days? like 80s, 90s. Well, in the interview, he goes over the fact that it's the 70s, like the late 70s were the first set, but the real glory days are in the 80s, like in the Bram back Meyer. end of the 80s. Yeah, the yeah. Bram Meyer right. and all that stuff. So, 70s so, was music, 80s was personality. Here's my question. I remember when they were on. I was young. I was probably like, when they were in their heyday, I'm in the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. I, mean, I was like, an AM 1000 guy when I was a young kid, right, which yeah. is just weird yes. for a young kid to listen and to, that's but that's what I was. So, old. so that's what I want to ask you about. old then. <laughs> right? I thought Get it was... my lawn. I thought it was cool. You like Wally Phillips around there. <laughs> right, Bill? <laughs> Wally Phillips. I thought it was cool that, that you know... They wrote the book. I think the subject matter is interesting. You know, as if somebody was on the radio like you were, Bill, like, I mean, like, it's interesting to hear about the stories. Sure. On the other hand, the stories that he even told in the interview, I was like, yeah, I, I've seen that before. Yeah. Right. Because we did it. Right. And you right. did it. OK. I, After are you, they did it. Are you into the whole thing? Like you got super excited because you never actually saw what that scene was like. Because to I, me, I was like, interesting topic. I wouldn't be standing in line at their book signing. Like, there were a bunch of people standing in line for the book signing today yeah. at Blue Island Beer Company. And that's no slate against the guys. They're one, great guys that, that were there. The the author that wrote the, the book. Who and then was his, the author as far as what, did, what was he, he was doing? A, like he, a was a producer. 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 he was a producer. 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 Okay. Really nice guy. And, and, and you know, it's what I've read so far in the book, great. Okay. But, like, I think that when you've done it, you're like, all right, that's cool. Well, sure, yeah. You're, Mike was, like, super excited. You saw his reaction. He's like, right. oh, my God, I can't wait to read his book. Like he's super excited. To us, it's interesting just because you're, you know, you're you're using the stories you have to get, you know, your yourself and comparing it to what happened there, and or relating things that you might have even heard and hearing their side, you know, and to people that didn't work in, you know, the industry. Maybe it's all new. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, now I don't even know. I, I here's a funny thing. There won't be stories like that again. 
Because radio, no, radio, radio is, is really boring. whitewashed and boring. Boring, sure, right. boring. And, and podcasting is so out there. It'd be like, remember when they said such and such on such and such podcast? Right. You'd be like, I never heard of that podcast. Right. It's never, like us reading a book on again. bad podcasting. Like, no, we lived it. <laughs> we lived it. We did bad <laughs> pos- we podcasting. We wrote the book. Yeah. We literally are the pioneers of bad podcasting. <laughs> we did bad podcasting. <laughs> yeah. There it is. There right it there. Is. There's hey, the bad podcasting. <laughs> Chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enter acoustic mic. <laughs> It's now time for a Southside Pop Bulletin Board brought to you proudly by Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie in Evergreen Park. If you're looking for a last minute gift, I know they've just started up a wine club. They do wine tastings. They sell bottles of wine and you can taste them beforehand at their big, beautiful wine bar or in a lounge seat or over at one of the high tables or have some dinner. They got great small plates. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. If you're looking for something to do this weekend before you go and see the family, Friday the 22nd at Blue Island Beer Company, a Charlie Brown Christmas Live is going to be there. There's actually going to be musicians playing all the songs from a Charlie Brown Christmas while you drink beers at Blue Island Beer Company. Great idea. You might see me there. Also on Friday the 22nd at 7.30 p.m. in Blue Island, the Lyric Theater is having Big Band Christmas. A 17-piece band, the Calumet Ridge Jazz Ensemble, is taking the stage to perform holiday classics. Doors at 6.30, show at 7.30. Get more online at the Lyric Theater. Dueling pianos are going to be at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park as Howl to Go shows up there. $20 show, again Friday night, 7 p.m. start. On Saturday the 23rd, a very grateful Christmas shake and bake special at Hart Saloon. The way it works is they're going to be doing all kinds of Christmas music, but in between of every song, there'll be a Grateful Dead or Jerry Garcia band song. I don't know how that works, but if you're into the dead, 9858 South Artesian Avenue. Also on Saturday night, the 23rd, 9 p.m. start goes to one in the morning, Motley 2, Christmas at the Thirsty Beaver. I expect that to be exactly what you think it is. A Motley Crew cover band at a bar named the Thirsty Beaver in Crestwood, and they're probably wearing Santa hats and nothing else. Don't shudder, it's just a podcast. And a look ahead is brought to you by SidSauce.net, You still have time. Get those stockings stuffed with delicious hot sauces from SidSauce.net. I'm doing that over here. They have so many different varieties out there. The peppers grown on the south side, bottled here, and in a lot of the south side pod listening area, you get free delivery to your door. On New Year's Day, it's the Resolution Run 6K Race, Volmer Trail. Kicks off at 11 a.m. and you can get $5 off your entry fee using the code NEWYEAR24. Go to runsignup.com and search the event. Whatever you're doing this weekend, have a Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Remember, it's all about the kids. And and what? Well, what's your problem? Hey, why do you have Jesus in your front yard? My daughter, who we've talked about. I this, have a nativity set. She's all about yard. Jesus. Yeah, know? I have a, I have a well, nativity no, set. But Jesus should not mad. be in there yet. He's not, not, not there. Not his birthday yet. Yep. No, no. Here's the thing. He should not in be in the there actual yet. nativity set in the in the living room, like the big fancy one. With, yeah. with, I get a figurine every year from the my one mother. that gets blessed every year. That one, yeah. Jesus doesn't show up until Christmas morning. Where's he at right now? In the drawer. Jesus is in a drawer somewhere. Santa brings him. 
Okay. Oh, he does? Santa brings I, him. Wait, hold on. I don't think this is crossing a lot Whoa. of lines. Yeah. Yeah. Santa this, brings the baby Jesus. That's, puts that, him in the manger. That's not historically accurate. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, I really don't care if it's historically accurate to you. Okay, there wasn't any such thing as an elf in a shelf 15 years ago, so I don't really care about your but, historical but we're talking, accuracy. We're talking about Plus, Jesus was born in like April. So is that really know. a real thing in your your family? Santa, Santa brings, brings baby Jesus. Santa brings baby Jesus. Oh wow, yeah, that's, Santa that's brings, messed this up. Is the first Santa time I've ever really messed yeah. up. He brings he drops off baby Jesus as part of the things he does. Wow. Yeah, there's like, the baby Jesus. He's just like you know, I'm hey. Dasher, I'm Dancer. He does, he's baby not, Jesus? Baby Jesus isn't in the front oh, yeah, with the, the red team. nose. No, he's not. It's not. <laughs> he's, he's in the sack with the rest of the It's not what gifts. baby Jesus is doing. He just puts the baby Jesus there. That's what he does. Santa comes in, puts the baby Jesus there. Okay? And he I drops off a, a lot problem. of baby Jesuses. That's so weird. That's really extremely. strange. If he can keep track of where every toy goes for every girl and boy, he can keep track of he's, the baby Jesus. He's got people for that. Okay? I'm sure he's got a whole crew of elves that are sure assigned to baby Jesus. I'm sure he's using Amazon Web Services for that. Okay. <laughs> it's the South Side! It's the South Side! It's the South Side Pod! Thanks for listening! Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod! Y'all come back now, you hear? And so anytime Wait, we, hold on. Anytime <laughs> we talk hold about on. that. <laughs> stop. Hold on a second. Hold stop. on a second. The story is... Hold on. There we go. <laughs> Let's back the train up here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recap the listeners here. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we're talking about how, uh, you know, uh, uh, Danny Bonaducci, Partridge Family Radio right, Guy, right, right, right. blah, yeah. blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. So he was talking about how he sat next to his wife at one point... For his, I think I think they're not married anymore. Yeah. Gretchen. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the story. Okay. We're gonna get to the nobody good cares part. if her name is Gretchen either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he goes, the reason I know it was his wife because my mom once photographed them at a J.C. Penney studio. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you said, and she kept one of the photos. They, they put it up as one of the. You said she kept yeah, it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and they put it up like in she the was studio. Robin Williams in one hour photo. Right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Now I get where your obsession comes right. from. Your they, whole family's how many, weird. How they, many families? They put it up did in the studio. Did your mom take one photo and just keep? Or they, was it just because it was Danny Bonaducci? They, they put it up in the studio as one of the, the sample photos for the studio. Okay. She made multiple copies, and then she put Mike's face over Danny Bonaducci's. <laughs> one day you'll be a Bonaducci too, Mike. <laughs>